0: Hello, you found Rebirth, a podcast about women saving lives by living their own, and I'm the creator, Kate Breton. I've been fascinated with people's stories since I was very little, both as a writer and a practitioner. Hearing other stories offer us perspective, even context, on our own. We are unique, that's for sure, but we're not alone. Today is an episode of Magic in the Mundane, and I talk to you about discernment and about how... You can learn planetary ideas, simple rituals for your day. And you can also learn when the cup is empty and you just can't do it anymore. And the way to figure out what is the right thing to push through or to sit down is discernment. Discernment is the way that we can maintain our harmony and equilibrium. And it's also the way we can feed our community. Because if we're clear about ourselves, then we can clearly help others. I'm so excited to have you guys here. This is the first episode of season four. It's our 50th episode. We've had over 4,000 downloads. This little project continues to grow and it's because of you. If you enjoy listening to Rebirth, help support our stories by liking and subscribing wherever you are listening to this podcast. Share with a friend or hop onto our page at capreton.com and become a Rebirth supporter. Sign up for our newsletter. You know, stay in touch thanks for listening, family. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in. We're in season four, and I want to talk to you this episode about the word discernment. I did a um, you know, I don't know, where are you on the social media situation? Are you engaging? Are you not engaging? I'm trying to figure that out for myself. Like, I'd love to be connected, but I don't want to spend too much time on social media and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I wanted to... Okay, so let's dial this back a little bit. As you may know from listening here or if you're on the newsletter, I pay attention to the planets, astrology, what season that we're in. I find that tuning in to Seasons and Cycles is a really beneficial tool. And with so much uncertainty in 2021, I was thinking about the sun. What I know about the body is, um, you know, the sun, your Manipura chakra, your third chakra, your belly, your gut knowing the place that you move from and make these decisions, you know, is, is you know, um, what was else I was going to tell you? Oh, you know how they say that you have three brains, there's the similar brain tissue in the gut and there's that inner knowing and you're like, oh, I don't know, I could just feel it. Anyway, all of that ties into plus the 72,000 nerve endings, um, ties into this power center of your gut. And I thought, you know, is my gut? The truth was, it wasn't. My gut was not, like, I'm not gonna, don't worry, I'm not gonna gross you out, but I was just noticing my digestion was a little sluggish. And so, you know, knowing what I know or what I've investigated about, like, digestive fire and the concept that it is physical and emotional. um, you know what? Let me just peel, like, pull the car over for a second and say to you, I'm not looking for a problem. Taking an honest assessment of your body is just like the alignment of your car or your bike or anything else that is an investment technology that you want to make sure it runs for a really long time. That is how I treat my body. I want it to run for a really long time. I purposefully effort to avoid using the phrase, I'm too old to do that in a sense of, in a sensible way. You know, there are some things that I'm like, hey, you know, I can't fit in there. I'm too tall or, oh, I can't squat, you know, but I, I effort to stay away from that phrase and I, yeah, I, I kind of tune into myself and see, you know, if my sleep patterns are off, you know, it's not like I notice it right away. I'm very human, but anyway, I just wanted to like remind us, orient us that looking to see where something can improve is not necessarily looking for a problem, it's just remembering that I'm living and using this body and every so often it might be like, hey, could you pattern change for me? So I was thinking about that and I just thought, you know, there's so much about the sunrise and the sunset and the clarity of the sun and the necessity of the sun why would I not want to pay more attention to the sun? And so that's what I did, doing. I'm currently doing, I'm paying more attention to the sun, which means instead of just literally starting my day, I, well, I'll tell you the truth. I intentionally, uh, my son, of course, wakes up pretty early. He's still a little person. And so I light a candle first. And he's just kind of used to that, that before we turn on the big lights in the morning, I light a candle. And then I choose to keep the lights soft because I'm in, you know, winter time here and we're up a lot before the sun has completely risen, which also gives me the luxury of tuning into the sunrise through the window. And I um reached out to Mothercraft Herbal, who has been on the podcast um more than once. Or maybe it was once on Rebirth and once on um a different one. We talked we've chatted more than once. And she has these oils that are with so much intention. They're like anointing oils that connect to the sun. And I thought this is such a great idea because, um, do do I think you need those things? No. Do I think that, like I said, I'm trying to effort to create a new pattern. And I know that with me, if I put a little bit of ritual to it and I bring my attention to it, then I can actually stick to my own personal repatterning. I'll tell you what it's working. Um, I've noticed, I mean, of course I like changed my diet a little bit and turned the carbs down, Now that they were up that high. I turned coffee down a little bit. I just turned everything down that was gonna be creating an inflammatory response. I didn't eradicate, I'm not on a cleanse. I just turned the things down that if my body's saying, hey, I could use some extra help, I'm, I turned the volume down on things that would be blocking that message and turned the volume up on lemon water in the morning before my coffee, a little Gayatri mantra as the sun is coming up, and now my friends, planetary sun oil, and, you know, I'm outside all the time anyway, and I'm paying attention to the sun. So, that's my, uh, oh, that, is, I okay, so I was talking about, I was thinking about this, and I was reading because um, really, you can read this book for your whole life. "Women Who Run with Wolves" by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and I was reading a chapter in it, and it um, was a great phrase in there that she used, which was um, she said in the beginning of so many fairy tales or folklore. I don't, I don't know. The fairy tales was not her word. I definitely don't want to misquote someone that is this profound. Um, stories. We'll just use the word story. She said before um, stories, there is the phrase. Once upon a time there was, and once upon a time there was not, and that this beginning gives an alert to the soul of the reader that you're entering the space between worlds. It just sounds so good to say the truth, that there are not absolutes in a universe of polarity, which is what we're living in. So I was feeling very empowered that morning and I had good coffee and I had an early morning walk and um, I had a work day to myself, which felt really luxurious and indulgent. And I took this little photo of the book and um, the oil and I put it on Instagram and I said, you know, use your tools. You know, I'm a little conflicted about if this is really helping anybody, by the way, but I was, you know, I know it might help draw attention to a book that I enjoy and, and a product that I enjoy. So that's normally enough for me to post. And then um, <laughs> I saw another mom, another entrepreneurial mom, talk about a meltdown that she had on Saturday. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was me. I mean, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't when I posted about using your tools. And then the next thing I saw was someone share about, you know, kind of going under and... um being overwhelmed not cute overwhelmed like bone depth of essence cannot and that was me on Saturday it was it was not a um, profound story it was a collection of too many nights of a growing human not his fault right like you, When your body grows and and you go into a different rhythm cycle, you're popping up in the middle of the night because, you know, your legs are growing and your body's growing and your mind is talking and, you know, you're whatever. So my sleep is affected. Once it hits more than three nights, we hit, we hit a danger zone. <laughs> it's a personal limit. And then even though the day I had planned it out for a nap so that I could, uh, so the child could nap and that I could have restoration, he The nap didn't happen and the activities and the intentionality around the nap were not enjoyable and then because of his exhaustion the and it just got to a point where i i just couldn't i was like i don't i literally can normally dig deep and i don't have anything left today and so instead of creating a situation that i couldn't be my best self in I just kind of removed myself. And if you're like, well, what does that mean? It means I set up some toys and just said, I need to sit on the couch. And I just sat there and realized that I just needed to get this kid to sleep. And normally at night, I try to be productive. And when he was asleep, I watched the Queen's Gambit, which I was enjoying. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of TV these days. And I just sat there and the tears came. And they were tears from so many places. Exhaustion. Loss. Grief. um, Disbelief. Doubt. Doubt is the word. And I, I didn't celebrate it in the moment. But part of me was grateful to just go under and stop pretending that I could. Um, the, ah, just stop pretending that I could. And so why am I sharing this story with you is because the happy go lucky mom that woke up the next morning because she went to bed at like nine fifteen and set up um, a morning to herself proactively because she knew she had reached an empty tank. And you don't have to be a mom for this to be true. I'm just, that's just my reality right now. Um, I woke up the next morning um, ready to just kind of sink into some things about my work and myself that would fill my cup back up and when I saw that mom's post I was like okay these are both tools the tool that is the shiny Instagram post with the inspiring book and the gorgeously scented and energetically supportive oils those are tools to use. Letting tears come and slump on the floor and putting up the white flag of, I cannot do this anymore, that is a tool. And the most precious tool is discernment and to know when it's time to use which one. I was talking with another um, practitioner, a body worker, and about the difference in, you know, no one can fix anything for you, you have to, she was saying, um, what'd she say, she goes, you know, sometimes people come to, well, clearly this is why I can't say who it is, she's talking about her clients, but this is all of us in, 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 in any environment, she said, you know, they come to me and they're like, fix me, and I said, yeah, you know, we can't fix anyone, And this was right before she hopped on the table. And she goes, well, I come to you, but we're operating. And I said, see, that's the trick of discernment. We're operating from a place that no one person is above another. No one is fixing another. Yet there is an alchemy. When two are present, it makes room for three. Haven't you ever felt that? When you reflect and talk to another person, all of a sudden there's like this third perspective and things get a little bit bigger or wider or supportive or or whatever is up in that moment that needs that that whatever essence needs to come in. So we were talking about the difference of working from a place of victim versus empowered. And you know, when I was on the floor, I wasn't actually on the floor. It's just a great visual. I was sitting on the couch. So let's just say I was sitting on the couch and instead of instead of being like, My life is so great I shouldn't feel sad. I just like surrendered to the emotion and I'm not saying it always means the next morning it clears up for sure that's not always true but it definitely I definitely felt better the next day because I was finally like I just felt it you know um okay so going back to that person and the and, and the difference between saying okay I need you to fix me like I'm going to put all of my power, I'm giving you all of my power, something, I don't like something, I'm just going to go somewhere and pay money, or I'm going to go some pair and give my attention, or I'm going to go somewhere and give my power away for this person to fix me, that's never going to work, that is not going to work, however, a lot of us don't know that we have the power to fix ourselves, or the right, maybe in um, belief structure, uh, whether it is religious or medical, pardon me take a sip of my tea, Um, you know, like we go to a doctor and they tell us what's wrong with us. You know, we used to go to a doctor and have conversations. And, you know, if you go to holistic practitioners, they definitely have conversations with you. Um, But I've had um, clients that are doctors and some of them are coming in with carpal tunnel because they had spent so much time speed typing between their clients and they didn't have any time to talk to their clients. So we might've had this assumption that like, oh, that's just the way it is. I'm sick. I go in, they write a prescription. That's just the way it is. And it's like, well, that's actually not just the way it is. That is just one way it it is. It is. That is one way that it is. That isn't the way, just the way and the only way that it is. But we would have to come from an empowered place to be like, that is not a way that's working for me. Uh, by the way, that is not putting, that is not saying that we don't need the Western med- medical system. I didn't say that at all. What I'm saying is we could start treating human beings like human beings in whatever system you're seeking care. Um, That's why I go to, I'll give a plug for Almond Street Garage in Port Richmond, Pennsylvania. I will never stop going to that garage because they treat me like a human being. And to do the whole stereotype thing, I'm a female. I am never bamboozled there. They have oftentimes turned down work um, being like, you don't really need that. And you know what that did? I literally have referred everyone I know to them and I drive extra time to go to that mechanic because I'm being treated like a human being. And of course, in that transaction, I would like I'm grateful for their expertise and I happily give them money. And sometimes I even bring them apple cake. It might be digressing, but really that's my discernment, right? Someone could say, well, it's easier to go to a garage that's closer. And it's like, well, is it? Not at this point. The value that I get from their interaction is actually easier for me. When I had an emergency and I called that garage, they were like, come right over. So for me, the ease, for my discernment, um, supporting businesses that support me. Is good practice it's empowered practice because that that doesn't mean always just has to be that way where you're getting faulty service or it doesn't always have to be that way that the doctor doesn't have time to talk to me I know I know I feel a lot of this right now so the other <laughs> so we can say no and we can say yes and recently um To stoke the tool, to sharpen, sharpen the tool of discernment, I had a day where I had a lot to get done, and um, I was cruising along, and then somewhere near the end of it, I had a choice to, you know, keep plugging, even though I was certainly going slower, then it had dawned to me that in, in a considerable amount of time, I really hadn't chosen an activity um, for myself. Now, that's a weird sentence, because it's 2021. Uh, when I say an activity for myself means I would have scheduled like a coffee out with a girlfriend, but like things like that are just arduous. And so with the time that I had, I thought, you know, I'm just gonna, just gonna light a fire. This is for the new moon was for the, for the new moon in, um, January for whenever you're listening to this uh, January 12th. I actually did it on the eve of the new moon happened that anyway, I did it on January 12th and I started this fire. And I put in some really delicious um, herbs. So it smelled really lovely. And I had some intentions from 2020 that I hadn't burned. and I just threw those in. And then all of a sudden, I took one of my work notebooks. And I just started ripping these pages out of ideas that were just rehashed and didn't really give form. And because I do that a lot. So that means like, I have I'm a notebook and no note person so I have different notebooks for different things some things happen in triplicate just because of the way I brainstorm or journal but I ripped those pages out and it was like I was creating space in my mind all those words that hadn't gone into form I just threw them into the fire and the sun set and the fire burned and I felt like that was absolutely the best use of time and, you know, that was, what, five or six days before that day that I just kind of was like I had hit, like, you know, a, a no-fly zone. Like, I don't have anything else to give. Well, you might, one could actually say that there, that some of the superficial fluff had been taken out. And so the undercurrent emotions were able to rise. And that might not sound like a lot of fun, but what happens is After they rise and after you witness them, there's space. So sometimes we need to have the discernment of pushing ahead or sitting down. Getting out a book. Sitting in silence. Turning inward to understand what you need. Reaching out for help. Quote unquote fixing it yourself quote unquote, empowering someone else to work with you. It's all about discernment. And that is the phrase that Estes gives us, once upon a time there was, and there was not. And that story is about a child who listens to her intuition. It's really all there is to it. And and I say that on purpose, that's simply because there really is so much to the simplicity. So as this year starts, you know, make your own sun. Create your own light. Pay attention to the cycles. Know if you're in front of someone that can give or someone that might have given too much and needs to I don't it's not that you need to caretake them, but maybe you can't expect from them. Because you know what? Sometimes when we get out of whack, we all do it. We can't see ourselves clearly. Sometimes we can engage a person and say, hey, you need some help. Sometimes they need to come to that for the, on their own. Discernment. Sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need to come to it on your own. Discernment. Once upon a time there was and there was not. The truth that resides for you is not the truth that resides for another. Your sunrise is someone else's sunset. Literally. Stand in your own darkness, call in your own light, and have the discernment to know what is needed. I appreciate you guys for listening. You can leave me a message let me know how your stories are going, how you are living, what is your 2021. Thank you to those who sent me the updates on your word. I do listen, I care, and I do believe That when you press play, we are sitting together, connected. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Remember to share this episode or leave us a review. We super appreciate it. And we're going to start pulling reviews this season to share with the other listeners. Also, you can stay connected at katebretton.com to hear about new offerings and our online class opening in March of 2021. Have a great day, everybody.